Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. This segment, we are covering how is the title to real estate transferred from one owner to another in the state of Georgia? How does it work? You just fill out a piece of paper? Is there a form? Is there a bill of sale? How does that work? What is a chain of title? If you've ever heard somebody say, we've looked at the chain of title, what does that mean? How does title insurance work? And why would a lender, and we might not get to all of this, but why would a lender require title insurance if it's not mandatory for you to buy title insurance to cover yourself. We've got a very special expert advisor, Joe O'Kelly, who's a managing partner of O'Kelly and Sorahan Attorneys at Law in Duluth, and I believe 21 other places or something throughout Metro Atlanta. 26. (laughs) My numbers are, are old, and I have to say thank you. You've been a sponsor of this show really since the very, very beginning. We've been on seven years. Can you believe that, Joe? Seven years. That's a long time. <laughs> Do it radio. You look the same. Yeah, listen, I don't know about that. You look the same. I don't know if I look the same or not. But let's talk about this for a second. So I own a piece of property. Uh, you're mm-hmm. going to buy it from me. So I'm going to go to a closing attorney's office, and I'm going to sign something as the owner that, that transfers my ownership to you. What is that? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? How does it work? That document and that setting that transaction is a transfer deed okay and that's the generic term okay and in the contracts that you will send us you all have said that we should transfer that via a limited warranty deed okay so now when you say that you are saying that the georgia association of realtors forms that are commonly used in georgia say we're going to give it through a limited warranty deed and i'm assuming you're mentioning limited warranty deed because it's different than other deeds That's right. And so the next step in that thought process is you could change the contract and make it a general warranty deed, or you could make a a quit claim deed. Uh And the the three versions of that deed is the highest and best is the general warranty deed because you're warranting seven items, but you're warranting basically that this title is clear forever, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody can make a claim on it. And so well, you don't know. You didn't own it for eight years now. Right. And so you don't want to go back to forever. So what about a limited warranty deed? For the eight years I've had it, there's no, any, I didn't put anything on it. I didn't screw it up. And that's why the limited warranty deed is the most popular because it's the time of your ownership. Yep. The quick claim deed says, heck, I don't even know if I own this property, <laughs> but if I do, it's yours and I'll give it to you. I put so, my interest in it. And these deeds are just a piece of paper that are printed just a out piece by of the paper. attorney and then they're recorded with the uh, county clerk of superior court where are they recorded. That's right. Yeah. County Clerk of Superior Court, and cool. the courthouse records, right? Yep. Is the easiest way to say it. But I mean, it's a piece of paper with some legal lease on it. Well, it's- and and it's re- <laughs> and it's recorded. No, I just I think you know a lot of people think okay, I've got the title. You got a fancy looking title for a car, and you know you get stuff that you get title to all the time. In this case, it is a piece of paper. It's a legal document, uh, but basically between two people. So. To summarize, for those who just joined, I'm on with Joe O'Kelly, managing attorney of O'Kelly and Sorahan. This is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. And we're talking about how you transfer ownership of a property from one owner to another. Joe mentioned there's three different types of deeds, a general warranty deed, a limited warranty deed, and a quit claim deed. I have people all the time that say, well, we're just going to do a quit claim deed. And I say, well, if you're going to get them to give you a deed, get them to give you a general warranty deed. So if I'm selling my property to Joe, he is best protected if I give him a general warranty deed and he buys title insurance, owner's title insurance, because I agree to forever defend the title of that property. I know I'm exaggerating and I'm not an attorney, but am I right, Joe? Yes, you are. And don't transfer. Let's say you buy title insurance, you bought the house, you have title insurance, and you want to transfer it to a relative. Yes. Um, or or, or let's really, just say a daughter. 
Let's say you wanted to do it to a daughter. But don't transfer it with a quit claim deed because you break the title insurance coverage. Right. Transfer it with a limited or a general because then if there is a title claim, they can transfer it back. That's not a written rule, but that's the way to do it. The quick claim data definitely will cut it. Yeah. So yeah, that's you don't a, want to do that. So limited says, uh, I'll give it to you, and I guarantee I didn't do anything to mess it up while I owned it. And quick claim deed says, here, you can have it. I'm not even sure if I own it. And so you when go. you sit down at a closing table, you can see the title of these deeds right across the top of them, or it'll say something that would indicate it's either a general, a limited warranty, or a quick claim deed. So very interesting information. I had somebody say to me the other day, Joe, we have reviewed the chain of title. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, what? what you, like a, a chain, like a chain link fence chain, like a, like a, a chain, chain I'd use fence. on a trailer hitch. So what is a <laughs> chain of title? Well, every link in the chain or every mile post on, I mean, post on a chain link fence. Right. Think of that as a new owner. Okay. And so you're going along a fence, and every time you hit a post, that's a new owner. So it's a chain. It's just continuous chain. And within the chain of title, within the ownership, there will be other things that are placed into that title mix, which is loans or liens or lawsuits or anything. They're within the chain of title. So So ownership is the linking, and then the other stuff goes between the owners and attaches and it could attach in 1930 and still be on title in 1980, and there'd be three owners in between. Totally. So, so it, if I were buying your house, and yep. uh, I believe you live in a house that you actually bought brand new, so there weren't any other owners of the physical house, but if you were going <clears> to <throat> give me a title insurance policy, an owner's title policy, you'd have to run shade of title, and you'd have to trace back through your ownership and then you'd have to trace back through grandma Moses whose family owned it for 30 years and then the, yeah. Will, the Washington family that owned it for 30 years so you'd have to trace it back what how, how long 50 100 years the, t- the title standards one is 50 year search got it title insurance oddly enough will allow some variances in that because if they'll go off of a former policy oh let's say you let's say you wrote it with somebody uh, 10 years ago and some time insurance companies will say, well, you can go back to that 10-year policy plus one and go to the mm-hmm. next one and stop there because anything that would have happened. So it's a risk. It's not the standard. It's uh-huh. not the title standard that we would start with. But there are different versions of it. It doesn't really help in, in cost or anything. The price is going to be the same on the title insurance. Mm-hmm. They're published rates, and we have to charge them. So everybody has to – I mean, once you publish it in the state of Georgia, every attorney charges off of that sheet. It is the way it is, right? That's right. Yeah, I assume that's to, that's to keep the consumer from being gouged. I heard one time, Joe, about a neighborhood <clears throat> in Cobb County somewhere, and yep. it turned out, let's just say there was 100 homes in the neighborhood. I don't know what it was, but it turns out that brothers or sisters or something had forged some documents as the property was sold, and really nobody in that neighborhood who all had expensive homes and, and mortgages uh, up the wazoo or lots of cash in a home they had title problems. They weren't absolutely sure they owned those properties. Is that is that is that a wives' tale a, or is that, that true? That's a real story, and of course, that's a real mess for the title insurance company to sort through. And people have to get paid, and you've got to get releases, and you got losses that go on. It happens every so often. It's you know, title insurance is like any insurance. It doesn't happen a lot, but when it happens, you want it. And so, for a one-time fee, that's 
it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always say that if you didn't play the title insurance game and you need to, you're going to sure wish you had. I don't think I've ever bought anything without title insurance. Now, how does title insurance work? When I get homeowner's insurance on my home, uh, if um, you know someone falls in my driveway and they've got some medical expenses, my homeowner's insurance helps offset that. So how do, what is title insurance protecting and how does it work? So the piece of land that you buy and okay. the house is attached to the land, so it's not a mobile home, even though you can attach the mobile home. Mm-hmm. But have the you, land have is you been to my house? Do you know I don't have a mobile no, home? No, I okay. don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the, uh, so the house is attached to the land, so it becomes just part of the land. Yep. And the title insurance will insure the land. Yep. Right? It'll insure that piece of property for the value right. of the land. Right. At the time of claim. Right. Right. And so if someone comes along and makes a claim on the property or someone says uh, that, you know, back quarter of an acre is really mine or there's a lien on the property, that's a, anything that you can think of that is a potential claim or a lien or a judgment or a taking of the property. I mean, there was one where there was a transfer. We had transferred it. It was in the chain of title. We thought it was right. It was in town. And the back 30 feet, and in town is expensive, um, they made a claim because the title examiner had missed it. So the title insurance covered it. Really? Wow. Yeah. We had a situation one time, and I, I, it wasn't your firm. I don't remember where it was, where we had an owner that owned houses directly across the street, two houses, one on each side of the street. And when the first property was sold, the title of the second property was transferred. And then when we got ready to sell the second property, we realized that there was a mistake. They were able to fix it. But there's lots of little bitty, just like clerical errors that can take place that can really um, can, can diminish your, your title. Yeah, I won't tell you I haven't done that, but I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is it is what it is. And when you have people involved in processes, uh, sometimes you're just going to have problems. We've got about a minute left in the segment. Why do now in Georgia, in many states, owner's title insurance is mandatory, if I understand correctly. I mean, it's everybody buys owner's title insurance in some states. In Georgia, owner's title insurance is optional. Lender's title insurance can be mandated by the lender. So talk to me. What is lender's title insurance? How does it work? Why do you have to buy it? You know, I don't know the answer as far as it being mandatory in other states for owners. Um, And the lender is the one that says we want title insurance. So let's just stick with lenders for a minute. The the reason they want that is why would they lend money on something that they don't have insured? Right. Because if somebody beats them in a claim because it's in the chain earlier than them, they'll lose the property. They don't the have other is, it's a markability issue. Most of the loans are always going to be sold. Very, there's, you know, small percentage that are portfolio loans. Right, right. very small. In, the, in their hands. And when you sell those loans or transfer them for servicing across the spectrum, it's, they, that's a marketability for those, the lenders, I mean, the, um, agencies that are going to take those. They're going to want those to have title insurance. Absolutely. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. You are always a wealth of information. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, data finds Americans moved less, less during the pandemic, even though housing sales soared and rising interest rates really have the ability to affect your buying power. We're going to talk about those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. 